Hello, and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Job podcast. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm your host. I'm what you would call a practicing professor. I have years of experience consulting in the analytics industry, and I have years of experience teaching analytics in the classroom at Greensboro College. This podcast is an ecosystem that I developed for my students so that they could get world-class career advice from leading analytics experts. To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. On average, our students are gaining about a $16,000 pay increase going through the program. On the high end, we've actually helped someone achieve a $54,000 pay increase. This means that on average, our students are recouping their investment between one to two months of landing their job. So if you're ready to take your career to the next level, click the links in the description and apply for our program. I would love to get to work with you. With all that being said, I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Networking is a topic that's talked about all the time in terms of a tactic that you can deploy to break into the analytics space. Although I haven't really heard very much nuanced advice or just general talk about the underlying mechanics that go into effective networking. So in this little podcast mini episode, I want to pull back the hood and take a look at the engine of what makes networking approaches effective or ineffectual. And what sparked this podcast mini episode idea for me is that I recently had a coffee chat with someone and it was kind of an awkward networking interaction. And I don't mean to call this person out. I, by no means I'm going to call them out by name, but they did one thing towards the end of our chat that felt really off-putting to me. And this person was in a position where they could introduce me to someone that they knew that could really help expand the Silvertone Career Services program by introducing us to recruiters. But he ended the conversation saying, hey, I can make that introduction for you, but what's in it for me? And that just put a really, really sour taste in my mouth. And this is because this is the wrong way to approach networking. It's on the nose and overtly transactional. What has been the key to my success over the years of building a really top-tier network is that I lead with value and I am very much a connector. So I don't kind of bogart or gatekeep all the connections I have. If I can very quickly make a connection to you for someone that can really help you out, I'm going to go ahead and do that. But let's talk about that concept in general. So having a transactional relationship is kind of this tit-for-tat methodology. Another way of, of framing that up is that are you keeping score in your relationships? 
Now, on the extreme end of this, if someone is constantly asking you, hey, can you help me? Can you help me? Can you help me? And they never give back, then you have a very lopsided relationship. And that's a different situation. I just want to make sure that you guys who are listening to this just don't go out and attract a bunch of narcissists who take advantage of you. So that's a completely different situation. But most of the really, really fruitful long-term relationships I have It's much more of an ebb and flow type of dynamic to where if I meet someone new, I can potentially introduce them to some of these really long-term solid relationships I have. But the key to doing that is to be at least a little bit thoughtful. And what I mean by that is think about what this person needs and the value they bring and who you can connect them to. Um, I feel like I'm getting a little bit high level But let me tell you about the story about how I got on the board at Greensboro College. So I went through the incubator entrepreneurship program through the Chamber of Commerce here in Greensboro. And it turns out the person who wrote up my NDA contract happened to be the chairman of the board on the business school. So they saw me as potentially valuable to Greensboro College. So they introduced me to the dean of the business school and in that relationship has been very, very fruitful. So that former chairman saw me and then made a thoughtful introduction to the business school. So that's how you start to build out those longer, really valuable relationships. And from that introduction, I joined the board. I helped them create the analytics minor program, created the analytics capstone course where my students got to work with my clients. And then that led to the standalone Silver Twin Analytics Career Services. So that has been a very fruitful multi-year relationship that I've developed with Greensboro College through just networking. So if that person said, hey, I'll introduce to you, you to Greensboro College, if this will benefit me, that entire fruitful multi-year relationship would never have blossomed. It just would have been nipped at the bud because it kind of puts out this really just gross vibe to me of... I am somewhat of a sociopath or a narcissist, and I am so short-term in my thinking that I will only do something good for you if it immediately benefits me. So that's to bring it back to the whole coffee chat I had with this person. It sent up a red flag of, I've got to watch out for this person because they are primed or showing me that they are going to take advantage of me if possible. And what this completely snuffs out is this concept called goodwill. So I have been a connector. I think I'm just a connector by nature. So if I meet someone, I'll say, hey, that's really interesting that you're doing XYZ work. I would love to connect you with this other person who's doing something similar or can help you in that endeavor. So what I'm doing in there is I am connecting two different people that might really benefit. And what I'm getting, which is a much longer-term play, is this concept called goodwill. So the long-term relationships that I've had that have really, really benefited my life. So two examples are Ryan Forrest, who's the CEO of Fungi Marketing, and Gary Fly, who is now he's doing his own consulting work, and he's a fractional C-suite executive. In those relationships, I give freely to them. Because I know that they are solid people, and whenever they have an opportunity to come across their desk, they're more than happy to loop me in. And I'm not 
constantly taking note of, okay, I gave Ryan this, he gave me this, what's the ledger? That's not really a great foundation for these long-term relationships because the goodwill is what you're building out of kind of having these iterations of I'm helping you, you're helping me. Maybe sometimes throughout the years, it kind of flows more towards me helping Ryan more or Ryan helping me more, but we're not so concerned about that because we're essentially seeing ourselves as we're kind of in our own tribe. What's good for Ryan is good for me. And that's another thing that I think a lot of people you need to watch out for is if someone is envious of your success, that is extremely problematic because they see you as competition. They don't see you as someone who's on the same side of the table as them. So that is a really, really unique frame of networking of, hey, we're on the same side. This is not adversarial, which gets back to why having this tit for tat, I'll help you if, well, what's in it for me? What you're doing is you're showing that I'm on this side, you're on this side, and there's a bit of an antagonistic, you know, almost competitive aspect to those kinds of relationships. So to recap, you need to look at networking as a long-term play. So what you're doing is you're creating goodwill by helping people in your community. And that's another point that's really, really good to emphasize is that you're seeing it as this is my group. These are the people that are kind of on my team. And what's good for them is what's good for me. And if you find yourself starting to get envious, uh, I would sit down and pause and unpack that because then you're no longer seeing them as someone who's on your side. The one caveat is, is you need to watch out for people who are sociopaths who are going to try to take advantage of you. I hope you enjoyed this little podcast mini episode. These are just some thoughts that I've had kicking around in my head of, you know, we covered recently the pros and the cons of applying versus networking. And I feel like there's a lot of just generic bland advice about networking. So those were my thoughts. I hope you enjoyed them. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. I'm curious, were there any valuable insights or lessons that you learned? One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.